Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Here's your guest lineup, Barry's Verluga, joining us at 740, and John Keim, We'll talk commanders with him, latest on the coaching search and more. That's coming up at 8.40. Hmm. Wanted to get into a quick TikTok story. We've all <laughs> determined that we're too old to actually have TikTok accounts. I think I speak for the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. I mean, if something's going crazy, it'll, it'll, it'll make it I've seen it a few TikToks that make me chuckle to come across my Twitter feed, but I don't have TikTok. Mm-hmm. But apparently a TikToker is facing backlash online. After she slammed the Gen Z worker who declined an 8 a.m. meeting so they could make a fitness class in the latest example of the younger generation shaking up the workplace. <laughs> the social media personality who goes by corporate Natalie co-hosts the Demoted Podcast, which is about workplace shenanigans, along with another TikToker named Corporate Bro. Mm. In one recent vid, Natalie read out a question submitted by one of their listeners, quote, when asked to come in for an 8 a.m. meeting, my Gen Z new hire said, Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. Should, <laughs> this, be, should this be allowed? So well, the, the, the funny thing is, pretty ballsy. is that yeah. most people online, according to that story, defended the worker who said, No, I'm not going to the meeting because yeah. I have a fitness class. Well, <laughs> Natalie reacted. She's one of the co-hosts. You just started this job. You're, they're wrong. I don't give a flying S about your workout class. <laughs> right. Also, an Correct. 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Workout at 6, maybe 7. Yeah. Yeah. The, the boss or whoever's answer is correct. I think she's correct. All of the commenters that are defending the chick or whatever, wrong. Like, could you imagine You're wrong. us, like, we have a meeting scheduled with CK, and he said, and we said, you know what? I got a I got a spin class. We, I can't make it. Yeah. He'd be like, "What the f are you talking?" But about? it's a quarterly meeting. What if it was one of those meetings that's downstairs that nobody really pays attention to? Who you shows up? We've been that. there a bunch of times. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, Jason will sit in the last chair by the door, <laughs> and I'll be the first to leave. Okay. Listen, you want to blow it off? Fine. Just but don't say. Don't that's say. Why. Don't say <laughs> right. you're going to. Yeah. Don't think that that's some sort yeah. of justify. It's not no. Just- I th- look. I'm with you. I, I think it's a ridiculous excuse. But the thing that I found fascinating is the person that got the criticism was the boss. Well, it just shows you that- for giving the worker a hard time for skipping out on a work meeting. The commenters are well. Crazy. It might be a million Gen to go to a workout in the, class. In the comments who right. kind of share the same. Outlook. Why isn't she fired? Fire her. It might be worth firing. <laughs> yeah. Really? You're not, you're, you're not going to come to a mandatory to meeting? Right. I think it was dubbed an off-hours meeting. So whenever the hours normally start, let's say normally work starts at 9, mm-hmm. and it was an 8 o'clock meeting, but a quarterly meeting? 
Now, it'd be a dagger if we had to come in here for like 3 p.m. meetings. Oh, that would stink. No, they're usually well, pretty the kind beauty. to us. That's the of Zoom. They're pretty kind to us, and they, they try to schedule meetings. Yeah, sometimes convenient. these things happen. Like Friday night, you guys are going to an off-hours event mm-hmm. because it's mandatory. And, it's and no appearance fee. It's just like any other job, right? Like the mandatory meeting quarterly. Go work out at 6 a.m. <laughs> I, I I would fire that person right. in a second before right. you waste one more minute of energy. Alter on... your exercise routine. Yeah. You, you have to be flexible sometimes. Well, it's just We're living in a crazy world. Is, is it people living in a fantasy world. <laughs> I'm going to work on my tushy. Can't, I can't go to the um, to the meeting. That is important to work on the tushy. <laughs> it's fine. But you do, if, if you want to blow it off, just say you're sick. You know, yeah, best don't excuse go ever. say you're sick. Yep. But don't, don't, um, don't say I'm going to the gym. Meetings or, do suck. When we were at WHFS... We had to have a meeting with Lisa. Once a week? Every Friday. Yeah. And Jason, you, we'd walk down the hallway just be like, no, no small, small talk. talk. No small well, talk. Jason no wouldn't even go into the room. I he would stand sit. in the doorway. He would stand in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, I would. She well, she didn't like us. I mean, that's but what fine. about the, what the if, feeling was mutual. <laughs> what about the, her, what about the like guy? Her. Look, I, I don't necessarily agree with the guy, but I do understand why he's upset. Because apparently, if you read or listen to the the story, mm-hmm. uh, the meeting was called like um, last minute, last minute, mm-hmm. and he booked the class the day before, and, and it cost you money, and it cost him money because he can't cancel. It'd be like if you had a physical therapy appointment and you can't cancel because it's within twenty four no, hours. My wife, she does these Soul Cycle or whatever the hell, not Soul Cycle, but it's one of these yeah, things. Yeah. And it, you you got when well, you sign up, and then you you paid your twenty bucks already. And so, like, if you don't go, yeah, you get charged you, you regardless. Get charged anyway, I mean, I do get well, it. Well, that just wasn't in the story. Did the employee tell the boss that? Yeah, that was, that was in the. Uh, I'm out seventy five bucks. Or yeah, that's bucks, what the employee. That was one of the employee's gripe is and that he can't the, cancel the. They just said they said uh, tough s. All right, yeah. Sometimes. So they said, all right, you're just gonna have to eat it. Sometimes well, you're the, the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. <laughs> the the article also points out that phrase, which I think we've talked about: quiet quitting. Yeah. Right. Well, or what, more, more and more. They say more and more, but I mean, I think Eb and I, when we had our first real jobs, were quiet quitters. <laughs> we were ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were I still remember our boy Rob got a job where I worked for the mortgage company, and Eb and I would get together for lunch, not all the time, but on occasion. And so Rob, had, I don't, I, I want to say we went to Houston's, which doesn't exist anymore in Bethesda, but wherever we went, we were there for like two hours, and it was his first day of work, <laughs> no. but he was stuck with us. Hey, uh, he didn't seem to care. Trying to fit in with the, with the uh, current <laughs> he, employees. He didn't get canned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was noticed that he took a two-hour Oh, lunch. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so Bickle, what, what's this mocktail, this all-new mocktail that's out there that's going to just knock us out? Well, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it's been viral for a few weeks, and somebody— And my, by the way, my wife and daughter are mocktailing the entire month of January. I have no interest in mocktails, by me the too. way. Put a C in front of that thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give me the real thing. Thank you very much. My wife can't wait for tomorrow midnight. <laughs> okay, she's doing so the dry she did January dry bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what's this? What's this? Deal? All right. So I you listen. I get like cakes. I'm not a TikTok person, but I guess it's gone to the point now where it's gone so viral that other uh, media outlets are picking it up. And there's this woman who uh, she's put together a pre bedtime drink branded as the Sleepy Girl Mocktail. It's Gracie Norton. She's based in L.A. and apparently it knocks you right out. And it's the two key ingredients are. Tart cherry juice and mm-hmm. magnesium powder. Yeah. 
Now, I remember Rick Snyder a few years ago. We've got swore, both of those in our kitchen. He swore by tart cherry juice for, like, arthritis, right? He says it reduces inflammation. No. It allegedly has that Put quality. You to sleep. For me, it didn't work, and it's kind of nasty. I tried it. Um, but apparently tart cherry juice has a boatload of natural melatonin in it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and then magnesium is known to relax you. Of course. And that combo, it, like literally people are saying, like, it's hard to wake up. Like they're yeah. out. Really? Um, I think my daughter actually went out and bought that cherry juice because she probably saw this on TikTok. 100%. Yeah. Did she try it? I'm wondering yeah, what, yeah. What, did she say it worked? Eh, she said, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't great, but it probably depends on who you are. Yes. Uh, it probably wouldn't work for me. Pie. Cherry yeah. pie. I mean, there's a bunch of quotes from people or, saying, I tried cherry slurpee. <laughs> yeah. I slept like a baby. You changed my life. My ADHD keeps me up at night. That's kind of with me, too. I have a hard time sleeping because my brain won't shut down. Correct. You guys ever have that? Yes. My brain just won't shut down. It just constantly I need to force my brain it. shuts down pretty <laughs> easily. I think my brain has a pretty quick switch. No, I have. No, I, I have. Ponder my daughter has tried to turn me on to ASMR, and I don't know that I can do that. What is that? Like the like the, the YouTube videos of like people just talking to you calmly, try basically trying to lull you to sleep. Kind of like a white or, noise type of thing. Not really. Ish. It's 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 along like the same lines, but like a meditating kind of thing. Yeah, like there there's a like a hot Australian chick whispering to you like for ninety minutes. It's supposed <clears> to like. Help you fall asleep. I, I can and see I just, it working because can't, can't do it. Last night, you know, swim practice was late, so we wanted to get Isabella to bed as fast as possible, just because it's going to be later and she gets up early for school. And I put, I just Googled relaxing music for seven year olds. Mm-hmm. Put it on, and the thing was putting me to sleep. Yeah, it was, it was she working. fell asleep, yeah, and then I decided tired, and you fall asleep to go time. to bed. So, so they say cherries, whether they're sweet or tart are loaded with vitamins and minerals as well as antioxidants. Uh, tart cherries have naturally high amounts of melatonin, the sleepy hormone, an amino acid that we've all heard about from Thanksgiving. Tryptophan is used by our bodies to produce melatonin and serotonin. Um, the other reason why tart cherries are called a rock star in regards to helping you sleep, they're packed with anti-inflammatory properties which lower your stress hormones. And then... Magnesium promotes physical relaxation as well as mental. I take magnesium gummies every night. I have magnesium in my (laughs) cocktail of vitamins I take every day. Two melatonin, 10 milligram, and one magnesium gummy. You're doing your mocktail already. You're kind of already kind doing of. it. Yeah, you really right. don't need it. It's kind of, you're kind of already doing it. He wonders it. why he's sleepy at 830. He's medicating himself. Hearing this that song. natural, but yeah. This, hearing this song makes me want to sleep permanently. Like never ever wake up ever again. It's Who one of it? the. It's a bane. Cherry pie. But JP, I'm telling you, if, if I sat in my bed, didn't take any melatonin, no magnesium, no Nyquil, if I just sat there and tried to fall asleep, it would take me an hour and a half or two hours. Right, wow. but I think to JP's point, that's why you're kind of in bed at seven thirty because you probably take one at six thirty or something or seven yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then because it usually why you takes forty five minutes to an yeah, hour you to get kick sleep. in. You, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's this, why this stuff that cakes is is into the AS. MR? The ASMR, mm-hmm. oh yeah. My God. It's it all over. It's, is I mean, it hot? There are I, billion I can't videos tell. on YouTube. You, you got a rager over I think there? it can be. Like, if you took the wrong... could be hot. Hi, sleepyhead. That will get on my nerves. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm there. just going to be talking you to sleep. Talking Talk, you to sleep. Talking to sleep. 
Oh, nice. Actually, I don't like it. <laughs> so I don't like it. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. boor- it's between like POV hot yeah. and put you to sleep. I, like, what about the old school <laughs> Vegas nerve is. trick? Put the ice on your Vegas nerve. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's supposed to be it. Yeah, my daughter, is t- I, it's my tray. <laughs> my, no, my daughter, you know, all these kids, they see, I'm sure they see it all on social media. They, she's constantly, she got, your kids have this, this ice roller for her face. No. And so she's like rolling out her skin every night, mm. right? And then she says she puts it on her vagus one. nerve before she goes to sleep, too. She doesn't seem that, I mean, she's young. I'd rather hear that guy than, my, than, <laughs> this, than this that guy? woman. James Gum? Yeah, Jamie Gum will put me to sleep over that all secret chick. Since we're kind of veering over into this category, you know, I talked about this a few weeks ago that, you know, YouTube is known for being pretty strict in their guidelines. Like, okay. they certainly will ban you for anything. Yeah. They, do, they don't care about these yoga videos where literally people are, it's literally the most titillating you stuff found you've a ever loophole. seen. Oh, my God. I didn't find it. The, right. The creators did. Sure. They got these girls. I mean, it's the most sexually charged content you've ever seen. Yeah. Downward dog is firing you up. Downward dog with the camera right up on their cheeks and Mm -hmm. the outline of the thongs or wearing a thong. I mean, it's Sounds like you have a lot of experience with the genre. No, no. It just started showing up on my feed. Just randomly. (laughs) Just the algorithm. I don't know why I threw this in here. Damn AI. (laughs) It was smart because I'm clicking on it. Sure. Who's not going to click on it? Now you're in. Yeah. Now you're in you're in Thank that God. E- the evil algorithm. Thank God. <laughs> You've been saved. I don't understand how Instagram lets those ones where the girl acts like she dropped her camera or phone down by her hey nanny and then they they do have you seen the Travis the one that I'm, hit I'm not me to on, that. I'm not on the gram a lot. Some he girl, doesn't do reels. Some yeah, I don't do reels. I think you're the only guy in the country that doesn't maybe do reels. Maybe maybe I am. Because I think everyone does it when they're on the toilet and when they wake up. No, I'm on the toilet. I'm playing. I'm getting my ass beaten. Words with friends <laughs> so for the most part. 2016. <laughs> yeah. He's have, addicted. I probably have 30 games going Literally, right now. 2016. He's still playing Angry Birds. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm off Angry Birds. Got Space Birds. Invaders on there. <laughs> Don't have Space Invaders or Missile Command. Tre- Tetris. I do have Tetris on my phone. Yeah. I'm old. What do you want? And I'm bad with shapes. It's a deadly combination. <laughs> the reels are great because. Like for golf, there's so many golf instructional reels. Yeah, but I'm not or, a golfer. There's yoga reels. There are probably there's a billion poker reels. I'd poker probably, reels. Is there anything you can think of? Our Sauna. buddy who's a clinical psychologist, like he battles addiction to those things and talks about how those companies all they figured out how the brain works and they figured out boom how to hook you. So for EB, it's yoga videos. <laughs> And gold is into your brain. Um, uh, it's not just me. If you go on to like your direct messages or whatever on Instagram, you could see all the people that are on their phones all the time. They said seen two minutes ago or seen or on on everyone's on their reels. They're just watching reels all day. All the people, Britney reels, all sorts of reels. My wife said she came back, didn't she like quit? Instagram Who? or TikTok, and that she did a wacky dancing video recently. Yeah, she she quits and yeah, comes back all the time. No, she quits and comes back all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't Everybody know if she did this one with back. the knives. Uh, she did not. I don't think she knives? did this one with the knives. Yeah, but it was it was not in any way to me 
appealing <laughs> what she was doing. No, she's a looney tune. All right, so I mean, Jason, before you terrible. go to bed tonight, do your melatonies, your right. magnesium, get a healthy dose of ASMR vids. Yes, I'll and do it. Cherry all tart that. juice. When you're, cherry tart juice. Yeah, I'll do all of that. When your daughter recommended the AMSR, did you tell ASMR. her? Whatever it is. Yeah. Did you just tell her, I already drink two beers a night. <laughs> yeah, that does the trick. I pretty much have my solution. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, two beers and my melatonin, and I'm good. Do you so say- you do melatonin too? Yeah. Am I the only one that takes ten, nothing for bed? Ten millis. Do you bed. sleep? And JP, you you kind of you brag about your sleep. Do you you sleep through the night or do you wake up? I I generally sleep through the night. The How only does thing. He have such good sleep. I don't know. Like you said, his brain is Think a when flat you get older. No, Valdez takes stuff. Drab, do you take anything? I don't think he takes anything. Do you take anything? He eats nachos before Say bed. Say that again. Do you take anything before going to bed? Like, these guys are all medicated, doing no, melatonin or no, something. Never. All right, no, we're but normal. He's, he's a multiple whistler. No, yeah, sometimes he, I pass out very quickly. Yeah, he. no, he's telling me. He's a... He, He's a, he's a multiple. Well, he's also got whistler. young young oh, twins running him ragged at home. So that's... He, he'll knock one out at noon and then knock one out at nine thirty <laughs> and then boom. Well, you were celebrating last week when you did it twice, and I was like, too. <laughs> I know it's not some great accomplishment. Yeah, you, were, you were hyping up. You did it twice <laughs> in a day. Like, oh. like what was the, what was the gap? <laughs> I, this. I told him not to bring that up. I, told <laughs> him bring it up. I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, I did, but that's fine. <laughs> what what was the uh, the the Space gap. Uh, it had to be like eight to ten hours. Why would it have to be eight to ten hours? Two hours, I mean, maybe. Two <laughs> hours? Oh my gosh! Wow! It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a one thing and then another thing. I can't relate. You, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. Well, one might have involved a partner. Uh, oh. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> My brain can't comprehend. Your brain like, like the same thing. slow oh, day. The, Josh Harris, you're going to have a meeting with Dan Quinn here, and then you're going to fly out to Detroit the same day? <laughs> Bizarre. How can you do that? you got to go through security. you got to wait two hours, uh, and they'll look, close the door I on you to get a like, I travel like a peasant, like a normal right. person. And by He's the way, you think you didn't take think, Uber to Dulles? <laughs> why do you think you need eight to ten hours now? You didn't ha- this didn't happen for you, but when yeah. you had like a two-day trip to Vegas, you swore you were going to knock it out five well, times. I, I, I got over my skis, JP. <laughs> Yeah. I, I overestimated, but I mean, I like to have a little time to kind of just gather yourself. I don't think I need. I don't need, that, I don't need that much time. Yeah. You're better recovery, <laughs> more recovery than, than I, think, I have. I think I tell you, we brag about. It. I think my testosterone is off. <laughs> it may be. Right. Wants to do blood tests at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah. All right, coming up later in the show, it's actually not that far off. In about twenty minutes, Barry's Verluga will join join us from the Washington Post. And John Kime coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. He'll join us at 8.40. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up at 740, Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post will join us. We wanted to get into some interesting audio from Rex Ryan, who just goes in hard on Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin in the wake of the Ravens' loss to the Chiefs. This is Rex Ryan from get up on ESPN yesterday. This is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. And you know what, Greg Roman, every single person needs to apologize to you because you got blamed for everything about what was wrong in Baltimore. And it wasn't you because this, this new guy that we uh, praised the hell out of. Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin. By the way, with the new guy. You, you don't have Tom Brady. Do you realize your quarterback is Lamar Jackson? Not Tom Brady. What in the hell are you doing dropping back 82% of the time? This is a team that led the NFL in rushing attempts. They had six whopping rushing attempts to the the running backs. So Spags like, I'll put every little dude. Hey, RC, you go play D-tackle because they ain't going to run the ball. What the hell are you doing? What do you think, Valdez? That's the criticism that everyone has. Um, well, the offense this year was very good under Munkin, so I don't mm-hmm. know why you're trying to run him out of town or apologize to Greg Roman. Right. Uh, I believe, but for that particular game. For that particular game, um, this is what I don't understand, is I don't understand the the logic where they asked Harbaugh about it and then they just said uh, the, that's how the game went. That's not how the game went. They weren't. They're were down like ten points the entire game. You can still run being down sure. ten points. I don't understand it. So you I, agree with the criticism the, that they should have run a little more? I don't know. That, was, that was their whole mo all year. I here. Yes, I agree. They should run more. But uh, I'm, I'm. I mean, Ton Munkin knows more about football than I'll ever know. I know. I know. <laughs> but um, I just I would like an explanation as to why they did it. Did Munkin not speak there to was, the media? There was no explanation after the fact. The, the, and uh, Harbaugh was asked about running, and at halftime they said he that he wanted to see the team run more. So does Harbaugh not have any kind of say in what's yeah. going on with the game? I just I don't understand the dynamic. That's I what wish- I said yesterday, Matt. I, Harbaugh's got to come in and say, hey, "Todd, dude, yeah, our second <clears throat> possession, in the second half, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had nine plays, and we didn't run once." Well, this does Harbaugh have like? <clears throat> does he just give? Freedom to do whatever you want. I, I'm just. I'm starting to wonder Gave what the enemy treatment. I'm just starting to wonder, like, what the dynamic is. I would guess he's empowering those guys to do it, unless he sees something he just absolutely can't stand. Who makes the fourth stand. down calls? Harbaugh. He well, does. It, well, they asked Stern, who is their uh, chief analytics guy up in the booth, about the win probability of yeah. fourth down plays, and then ultimately Harbaugh's decision is is the, the yes or no. But Munkin's the one who calls the play. It is it. pretty uh, alarming. Like our friend Ian Harditz, who used to work for PFF, I think he works for Fantasy Life now. He tweeted out all of the Ravens' rushing attempts all season long, mm-hmm. and 
there's not a, anything close to six attempts. I, I think like there, there was. was in that um, game. I, I saw the same thing. I think he there was 588 games in the NFL season. Yeah, regular season and postseason. This last game with the Ravens and Chiefs, it was the. I think it was the fourth fewest rushing attempts in all of the games. Yeah, man, the, the lowest, it's almost like they were out of sorts. The lowest they attempts just they got had lost. all season before that game was 15. I don't know, maybe they were just caught up in the moment and yeah. weren't or think, overthinking themselves. Maybe. Or, I, can I ask you? I know you got. I was surprised. So I, I, this shows you my file on Munkin is very little. I was surprised he was an older guy. I figured he was. What, what's his what's his resume? Who's he worked with in the last ten years? Resume? Or so? Well, he He's was Georgia. He, well, he recently was Georgia's offensive coordinator, and then at the NFL level, and then in the NFL level, he was the the coach when Jameis was in Tampa Bay. He was in Cleveland. So he stint. has. Does he have playoff pedigree? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's you know what I probably. mean. Probably like he's an old coach. I think he has playoff. Maybe pedigree. maybe maybe it was just he got caught up in a little bit in the intensity of the moment and you know what I mean the pressure. People weren't saying it was Lamar. Maybe it was maybe it was Munkin. Some of it, it was game make... situation though. They were. It seemed like they were in third and long line. So like if they got stuffed. Well, if you're in third with and long, run, you're going to probably pass right. Right. But but, but if they got stuffed on a run early. On first or second down, then you're more likely to end up passing. The Ravens, on third the Ravens down. are very good at the Ravens are very good at throwing on first down and then yeah. running after that. So I think you they had limited success on early down throws. Then all of a sudden you're behind. You. Then all of a sudden you're behind the sticks and you're uh, reticent. You're afraid to run when it's second and nine, second and eight, because you're trying to. You're still trying to chip away at that. I. I can understand. I can understand when you say the game got like that's just how the game went, and you know. But I, I, would, know I would just like I would just like the answer to be to be something other than um, that's that's just how it, how things happen. It's not I, a good answer. I, mean, it's a terrible answer. I think I think I saw. I don't think it was Rex Ryan, but I saw one of the other coaches in the league on ESPN. Might have been Herm Edwards. Say it felt like they panicked because. Yeah. The Chiefs scored so easily. And remember, they also got stopped on downs after I think Lamar had fumbled on the sack. Mm -hmm. So at that time, at least early in the game, it looked like the Chiefs were just going to keep scoring at will. So then it maybe changes the way you're yeah, thinking but, about offense. I'm not saying that they had to do that. No, but I'm, they could they could easily have done that in the second half. The first yes. half is kind of where it kind of snowballed, but the but they kind of got their their bearings and yep. they could have easily fought back. But I, I will say that the Ravens have had success, somewhat some success uh, against the Chiefs in the regular seasons by by formula by outdueling them. That's how right. they figure. That's how you have to beat the Chiefs. Go up and down. Is yeah. that it's going to have to be a, a track meet? So maybe that kind of went into their game plan heading into it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, he, and there's and there's no answer for it. So and that's that's kind of frustrating. He was obviously in high pressure situations at Georgia at points, but like his pro experience before that, at least recently, he was with the Browns under Freddie Kitchens. And he was under Dirk Cutter in Tampa yeah, Bay. Probably so didn't make any playoffs. I, probably not a lot of playoffs. Well, in their second and third possessions there. in the second half, they went 13 consecutive plays without without running. Yeah, that's mind boggling. Yeah, it doesn't seem. And like again, it was a 17-7 game. It wasn't a 24-7 game or a 31-7 right. game. Right. Yeah, you know, it's two scores. Yep. And it's not like Kansas City's run defense is spectacular. They're not one or two in the league. They were 18th. Pass defense a little different. 
Coming up next, we'll be joined by Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post. So keep listening. Bank local, cheer local, and business every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Time to head over to the BetQL guest hotline. Say good morning to Barry Zverluga, Washington Post Sports columnist. Barry, good morning. How are you? Great, guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we are doing well. Are you buying these reports from Adam Schefter that came out yesterday afternoon slash evening that don't get so tied up in Ben Johnson coming to Washington? That's not a done deal yet. He also threw Dan Quinn in there as far as their ties to Seattle and or Washington jobs. What do you make of that report? What are you hearing uh, is the latest in the commander's coaching search? Well, I mean, I think we've all learned that if Schefter is reporting it, it's not out of thin air, right? So um, there's got to be something to it. I, I have to say, though, you know, so much has lined up about this to be Ben Johnson, not just because of Ben Johnson, but and who he is and what he's accomplished and, and all that. But it just seems to me that, you know, if you're Adam Peters and you're Josh Harris and you have the second pick in the draft and that second pick in the draft is going to be a quarterback, um, you you almost have to hire an offensive-minded head coach because even if Dan Quinn comes in here and says, you know, this person is going to be my offensive coordinator – if that offensive coordinator has success with the second pick in the draft, they're almost certainly going to be hired away within a year or two of developing that quarterback. Whereas if you if you hire Ben Johnson and, and you make him a, a head coach for the first time and he helps develop that, that quarterback into, you know, a franchise pillar that it has to be, then he's not going anywhere. He's staying right where he's at and he's, and his career is in lockstep with that quarterback. So I, I don't doubt 
the veracity of Schefter's reporting, I still think it makes way more sense to, to hire an offensive coach at this point in time for this franchise. I think us as fans, mo- most of us, generally agree with that sentiment. I've intentionally not sort of hitched my wagon to any one guy because I don't even know these guys. They're just like young studs that pop out of nowhere over the last year or two, right? Um, <clears throat> I know more of the older guys. Uh, but I almost feel like, and I tweeted about this the other day, and, and, you know, of course it upsets people, but I almost feel like there's part of me that hopes it's, if they've targeted Ben Johnson the whole time, then that they don't get him because that proves to me then that the interview process was real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just target a guy and then do 15 fake interviews and then go back. Like, I want I want the interviews to be real and authentic, and I want these guys to potentially be blown away by someone. I think that totally makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, Ben Johnson could come in and, and, you know, punt the interview. I mean, he yeah. could just be a dud, right? Like right. that, And that, you, I mean, I think you're right, Eric. Like, if, if that's the reasoning, if it's because they were blown away by Dan Quinn and, and Ben Johnson was like, you know, kind of a wet noodle, then sure, that, that's fine. I still, I still think that's unlikely just because, you know, I think Adam Peters is connected enough in throughout the league that he'd have a feel for every one of these candidates. If he didn't know him directly, he knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and he's been doing back channel work. But I don't, I, I agree with you, Eric, on that part. Like, why they've interviewed a, a bunch of people? Why do that if it's just, um, you know, for for show? You want these to be, you want it to be a real process that comes to a real conclusion based on that process not something that they determined in December. And not necessarily just because the guy is charming, but that he has a blueprint and he has a plan and he has a staff and he has, you know what I mean? And he has experience with the quarterbacks or experience with whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, not just, not just being a charming, handsome guy. Sure. And, and I think you heard Josh Harris say when he hired Adam Peters, like Peters came into that interview with, knowledge of the commander's roster and who you know and the whole thing like he he had a solution for these problems that you want to hear the same from a head coach in a head coaching interview and i think if if actually if because ben does seem to check all the boxes from afar right all we've seen is him on sort of the sideline maybe one or two youtube videos he seems to check all the boxes if he doesn't get hired is that not a bit of a red flag on like on him, like there's some, there must be some fatal flaw. I mean, if he gets no job this offseason, I think that's true. Last year, he was turning down yeah. off or chances to interview. Like he wanted more seasoning. He had only done the coordinator thing for for a year. Um, this seems to be the time. I mean, the Lions were uh, you know, what he did with Jared Goff, uh, what he's done in two years, what he's done with that running game. You know, the other night, notwithstanding. Um, I, I think I think it would be surprising if he didn't. I mean, I, I'll go just back to the beginning. I'd be surprised if he's not the guy in Washington. I'd definitely be surprised if he got no job this this offseason. Barry, are you surprised by the lack of interest for Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick in this coaching cycle? You know, I think two things can be true. Like, would I want Bill Belichick to be the head coach here? I don't think so. Is it shocking that one of the greatest of all time got one interview or two interviews with one team? A- absolutely. Um, I-, I find that nobody wanted to poke around and hear what he had to say. I, I think that's 
kind of stunning. And Vrabel, you know, I mean, Gerard Mayo was signed, sealed, and delivered to be the Patriots head coach after Belichick. I, I think it's surprising. You know, they, they made that deal before they knew that Mike Vrabel was going to be available, not in trade, but just as a free agent. <clears throat> Jeez, did I have to do this thing with Mayo before I, I knew that? Um, and I would have thought that, that, you know, Vrabel would be a good candidate for Seattle. Um, obviously, Quinn has ties there. Um, but, yeah, the answer to your question is, is yes. I, I, I would have thought – I mean, just the idea that Bill Belichick not only only interviews with Atlanta but then is beaten out by Raheem Morris and nobody else kind of kicks the tires on, on that car um, just seems it's, – it's a little embarrassing for him. Although you could make the argument if he really wants to get back in – there might be better jobs open next year. Like he, you know, Dallas could be open. Philadelphia could be open rosters that are more ready to win, um, you know, which would fit his kind of short uh, timetable that that might be a better situation for him. So I know you were at the Ravens game and I think you, like most of us kind of anticipated the, the Ravens taking advantage of the situation, the home field advantage. They're playing so well right now. Um, and then kind of being surprised at the result, immediately, you know, people get on Lamar. <clears throat> They're obviously getting on Munkin. Um, I'm a notorious sort of quarterback backer. I think it's the hardest job in the world. It's harder than brain surgery. It's harder than flying a plane. It's the played elite-level quarterback I think is the hardest job literally in the world. Triple axles are easier. Um, so I, I'm not so hard on Lamar. Like, I don't think he played his best, but I don't think that means that because he struggled here in a few games that he can't win a Super Bowl. I said the same thing about Dak. I say the same thing about some of these other guys that have incredible moments and just haven't been able to get it done in the postseason. What say you? Uh, I'm with you on Lamar. I think he had kind of a sloppy game in terms of accuracy. But when I went back and considered it, like, I really think the, the criticism of Munkin is correct. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I was at the Ravens game the previous week. They had a lousy first half. Lamar goes off on them at, at halftime, and they just blitzed the, um, the Texans in the second half. They ran for 229 yards in that game. Never this season. They led the league in, in rushing attempts and rushing yards. They had never run the ball fewer than 24 times and never gained fewer than 100 yards, somehow on Sunday in the biggest game of the year, and I know they had a lot fewer plays than the Chiefs did in a lot less time of possession, but they ran the ball only 16 times, and, and i got to believe that six of those were improvised Lamar runs where he's flushed out of the pocket, and they only gained 81 yards. I, I think Munkin kind of treated it like they were down by more than 10, and they really had to, to drop back and throw – to get back in the game, drop back and throw in a world where other than say flowers a couple times, they, they could not get away from the Chiefs defensive backs. I, I think an underrated thing about the Chiefs is, you know, the defense is really kind of their strength this year, even when they have Mahomes and the secondary is, is pretty awesome. So I, I think Munkin got away from what got them there. Um, and that kind of put it on Lamar in a, in a throwing, um, you know, in the passing game, and that's not the way that they did it all year. That's not how they got the top seed. That's not how they steamrolled the Texans. Um, I was stunned with the way that that played out. 
Yeah, it was mind-boggling. All right, your thoughts on the Niners-Lions game and Dan Campbell's decision to go for it on two fourth downs and give up six points, possibly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, this is probably not original thinking at this point, 48 hours later, but and I couldn't watch all of that game because I was obviously working after the, the Ravens game, but I got in the car to drive back, and I had it on the radio, and it's 24 to 10, and they're at fourth and two. And I'm thinking, I'm all for, like, the way – Campbell does it like I think you should go for it more often than than um, coaches do but in that moment I was like okay wait a second you can make it um, a three-score game that matters against to me it matters against Kyle Shanahan not against Brock Purdy but against a guy who I think is just like such a great strategist like you felt like he you know the 49ers weren't going to finish with 10 points I thought that that was not not the way to go, and that I'm, that's a first guess, not a second guess. I was I was saying it at the moment. I do think, you know, for Detroit to lose that game, a lot of wacky stuff had to go against them, including the the Ayuk catch that, like, you know, you can't script for that. That's like David Tyree and the Giants and the Patriots all those years ago. Like, um, that was that was fluky. But I I think, you know. You know, at the risk of being on the bandwagon to bash Campbell, who I, I like as a head coach, um, I think his strategy, his kind of DNA, he he couldn't he couldn't step back in the moment and say, "This is what I would normally do. This mm-hmm. is not a normal situation. I got I got to go up three scores here and and let this play out in, in a more normal fashion." Totally. Hey Barry, I want to touch on the caps real quick before we have to go. You tweeted this. Uh just about a week ago, at Barry's Verluga on Twitter. Uh, the Caps are in such a tough spot. Ovi wants to compete for the playoffs as he pursues Gretzky. That pursuit is sputtering. The trade deadline is approaching. Playoffs seem unlikely. Sell? Sure, but how do you sell that to number eight? I think you sum it up pr- pretty well in that tweet. Like, if you're McClellan, like, are you a buyer or, se- or a seller? I guess it depends on what you do in the first couple of weeks coming out of the All-Star break. Ovi's getting a rest. Uh, chose not to participate in All-Star Week, he's hanging out with uh, Wayne Rooney on the beach in Dubai. How do you see the rest of this cap season playing out? Well, I mean, they're, every night they are just, like, trying to thread a needle. Like, mm-hmm. when they lose, they can lose 5-1. When they win, they can only win, like, 3-2. And it's like every shift is, like, tense and under pressure. And there's no, like, you know, Ovi on the power play to fall back on. Like, you're going to get one there automatically. Um He's on pace for 15.7 goals, which is, like, mind-boggling. Nine goals, and he's played 44 games. They've played 47. Like, that, even if you thought he was going to fall off and you had to at some point, I mean, he's 38, you figure he'd slow down. But this is not a slowdown. This is, like, slamming on the brakes in a way that I don't think any of us could have seen coming, and certainly the Cavs didn't seem coming. So last year at the deadline – McClellan did what he felt like he had to do, which was sell Orloff and sell Hathaway and and try to bring in some pieces that would help make a contender, um, at least a contender to get into the playoffs and and push through a round or two. So he got Sandine and, and, and made some moves there. But even at that point, they had to talk to Ovechkin and say, hey, we're doing this to prop up a team for you in the future. I think that's hard to do two years in a row 
and I think you're right, Cakes, like coming out of out of the break, there's a lot of pressure on those first few games to, to bag some points and, and climb up the standings because otherwise the answer will be apparent. Like you, you can't add to a team that's in, you know, 11th or 12th place in the conference and is five points out of the last playoff spot. Like that's – that you're chasing – bad money there um I, I like watching them i think they're interesting the goaltending is fun but man it is a grind to win any two points for this team at, at this point and the fact that the greatest goal scorer of all time is not scoring goals makes it harder yep definitely does barry thanks as always for the time you know we always appreciate it we'll talk to you again soon thanks guys have a great week yep, thank you buddy barry's verluga from the washington post at barry's verluga he's so on good. twitter he's the best uh coming up in the eight o'clock hour at eight forty, john kime will join us we'll talk commander's coaching search and more with him at eight forty. okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 